Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast, our first November edition. Amazingly, the year is almost over. Uh, as we record on the 3rd of November, 2021, episode 791 of the Real Deal Podcast. As always, for our NFL show for a week, uh, looking over week eight of the NFL, I'm joined by one Robert Sapp. Mr. Sapp, how are you doing this evening? Doing pretty good. Can't complain. How you doing? I'm here. I am here. Um, we're gonna get right into it. I, I think yeah. that we're gonna make, yep. we're gonna make some uh, podcasts, NFL real deal podcast history for our NFL show because it could be like I, this might be a situation where you can win and lose the week in one <laughs> basically basically uh, one podcast. Um. We'll begin with the good as far as the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers goes. We'll certainly get to the other things um, soon enough. Uh, the Packers, of course, to me, as a team, won the week. Uh, that was a just tremendous victory over Arizona last Thursday. It was a fun game to watch. A fast, um, really, the game plan from start to finish was flawless. Uh, give Matt LaFleur a lot of credit. And of course, when you have a you know one of the greatest players, ten, one of the greatest to ever do it, to, to execute it, um, in terms of Aaron Rodgers, you um, you have a chance. Uh, neither one of us thought that this was possible, <laughs> considering the injuries. Uh, the top three receivers, led by of course you know the great Devontae Adams, who is in the conversation for best receiver in the sport, and you know some of the other injuries they had with the, on the offensive line and in the defensive uh, secondary in particular, uh, Jair Alexander. But again, this is, uh, to me, this was a victory of culture. Like, we, you know, we are the Packers. We've been a contender for the better part of a decade. Um, we, you know, LaFleur now is 33-7 and seven in his first 40 games, one of the great starts in NFL history for a coach. And again, when you have number 12 on the sidelines or, or on the field, you just – you always have a chance. Um, yep. Excellent game to watch. Uh, I'm not down on Arizona um, by any stretch. It's just one of those things. Uh, they were not going to go undefeated. Uh, timing was a little off. Certain throws that Kyler Murray missed here and there. I thought they could thought they should have took more shots down the field. Uh, they uh, actually had the DeAndre Hopkins injury was actually a major factor. Um, as well as he went out, you know, had the hamstring, tried to come back, but was never, you know, wasn't the same, uh, wasn't the same. Um, basically, was a decoy in the uh, fourth quarter. Uh, what were your overall thoughts of this of this game? Yeah, this is a challenging one, real, to talk about. The first thing that I thought was life comes at you fast. So, yeah, that was, that was a nice win by the Packers. That was a nice win. And um, especially now, um, a needed win. So yeah. who knew? <laughs> who knew? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um. So we might as well get right into it. Of course, today Aaron Rodgers test uh, found out Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID, and he also found out, of course, that he'll be out for the Kansas City game this Sunday. Um, that green that game is it that game in Green Bay or Kansas City? Uh, here's what I do know that it was a pick 'em game, and now the Chiefs are favored by seven. 
Oh, so probably so I would say it's in Kansas. That was it was Kansas City. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um and also we found out that Aaron Rodgers lied about being vaccinated. Uh blatantly lied. Like it wasn't they like did. no it just wasn't no if ands or buts about it. He said oh, that during um during August, during training camp, whatever, or during the preseason, he said that, you know, he was immunized immunized and he wasn't going to judge other guys who didn't choose to choose to uh, get the shot and what have you. And it turns out that he was 100% full of shit. Um, hey. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, Clearly, he, clear he's going I mean, to miss this game. Uh, he'll probably only miss one game. And um, But in terms of just do you expect any recourse from the NFL? What are your thoughts? Right. Um. So many thoughts. Uh, so uh, my first thought is lucky for the Chiefs. Lucky for the Chiefs. Um, mm. You know, a game that felt very challenging for them to win now feels very winnable, right? Like, so that that's the first thing. Um, so they they are living a fortunate, fortunate life. Um, the second thought that I have was um, uh and Rodgers, not the greatest teammate this year. Not the greatest teammate in the world this year. Um, uh, for somebody who is the quote-unquote leader of your team um, and plays like it on the field, I can't take that away from him, everything else has been really bad, like really bad. Any other positional player does anything like he did this year, and we're not. They're not on the team. We're not having this conversation because they're no longer on the team. So um, he's very fortunate. He is who he is. Um, will the NFL do anything? I lean towards no, but um, they have surprised me before in how much they like taking using certain players as an example. Um, and so I could see a potential reason to do that, but I don't have any high hopes that there's going to be any significant recourse. I would say personally, this pretty much confirms that the Packers are not going to be in the Super Bowl to me. Um, Aaron Rodgers can't, can't beat Tom Brady. He just can't. Um, that He doesn't have the mentality. He doesn't have to make up to, to – to go through somebody that has that type of mentality and that type of makeup where winning is everything to them. Winning secondary for Aaron Rodgers. This, this kind of like proves it him being him being right or being perceived as right and doing what he wants to do is first. That's my hot take on it. Um, so, uh, my biggest takeaway is that, um, Aaron Rodgers is who I thought he was, and the Packers will be where I thought they will be, which will be home before the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think, I don't I think, even have to think twice about it anymore. I really don't. I don't give. A, I don't care what happens when he comes back. They'll have a fine record. It'll be fine. There's no way. Yeah, I, I'm not going to quite go that far. Uh, yeah, I knew, but I am. I know you are. I know you did. 
I'm not gonna quite go that far to because say because you did not play Tom Brady for 20 years, two times. <laughs> right. You didn't see it. You didn't see it. That's why I didn't. You didn't see it. So you don't live this life. I know. I get it. I'm I, telling you, no way in hell. No I, way. Zero. Well, I mean, we gotta assume that. I mean, here's here's the thing. We have to. I'm not assuming. I don't disagree from the standpoint that they wouldn't be Tampa, but they might not play Tampa. So that that's a pot. I'm, I'm taking that into account as well. But that but that might they the road might they might have a road where they don't even play Tampa. So that that's why I can't eliminate that eliminate them from going to the Super Bowl from that standpoint. I from but I, on the premise of what you're saying, I do agree from the standpoint of that this is not what leaders, true leaders, do. Championship leaders. Championship, yes. It's Championship. different. There's no, a difference. Right, 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 no. a different level if it's just about making it into the playoffs. No, and no, no, no. Yes. I, I agree with you. It's a different level. This is not what championship leaders do. There's no reason uh, to lie uh, about it. And just deal with, listen, deal with the smoke. Deal with the smoke of of the criticism that you would have received for being unvaccinated. I fucking I give Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins credit. Kirk Cousins said, "Look, I'm not vaccinated. Y'all can criticize me. Cool. I'm just gonna go out. I'm just gonna go out and play." So I get from him from that. Even though I don't agree with being not being, I don't agree with uh, being unvaccinated at that, especially at, at the quarterback position and you know at that position from that standpoint. But I I respect Kirk Cousins is coming out and just telling the truth and just saying. And, and and dealing with any criticism that, that have come his way, you know, be authentic. That's my thing. Be authentic. This shit, like to your point, comes off as phony. It comes off as, you know, like like you said, you're trying to proceed. You're trying to uh, give others, you know, they say there's a difference between um, character versus reputation. Like, I will take character all day. Character is who you are. Your reputation is who people perceive you to be. So you 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 know you lying you're worried about reputation from that standpoint, but your character you know, was in a public battle with management, wanted to be perceived as the good guy yes. in the situation and wanted yeah. no criticism. He wanted his cake and, yeah, and he too, yes. after one thousand percent, thousand percent, yep. So yeah, this you know I. <laughs> Yeah, you just can't. You it's can't. Horrible. It's a horrible look. It just is. Yeah, it's, it is. No, it is. I mean, I'm the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan on the field, but I can't. I can't defend this, especially with considering some of the conversations that we've had off, 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 off air about uh, impact in terms of winning those championship tangibles that you know the Bill Russells, the Tim Duncans, Kobe, the rest in peace of the Kobe yeah. that they had. Yeah, he doesn't have those intangibles. He just doesn't. He, nope. he, has, he has one Super Bowl. But for his talent, he should probably have two to three. Yep. He's but, psychotically talented. Yes. He is, he is absolutely yes. psychotically talented, a fantastic um, player at his position. Um, but, you know, there, there's a reason why he has one Super Bowl. It's just yeah. that simple. Yeah. And you look at the other greats who have multiples, and the difference is – in the mental makeup, however you want to define that. The difference is in the mental makeup. Yeah. No. No, no, it's, it's, it's no two ways about it. Um, like, to your point about Kansas City, they get a gift. Boy, uh, they get a 
Man. They get a gift. Bro. I don't know who is praying, but whoo! Boy, <laughs> it was wow. It was that is that is an <laughs> answer. Prayer. Yeah, no, no two way. Yeah, it's it, that's all it is to it. Um and and frankly, the rest of the AFC gets a gift because I thought the Packers were in, you know, pretty good shape. They were in pole position. Both teams and both conferences that felt like they were in pole position just yeah. suffered huge losses. Of course, yeah, Tennessee yeah. is more yeah, significant. Yeah, no, ten, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll begin but to, uh, yeah, yeah, like you no. said, this opens the door for a lot of teams. Yep. No two ways about it. Uh, real or not, we go to the AFC where two former uh, stalwarts are kind of, you know, Rounded into shape. Um, the Steelers had a great win uh, this week over the Browns. Um, just tremendous defense. Steelers are still, you know, a top defense. Uh, disappointing for the Browns, and we'll talk more about that. But you know, look now, uh, the Steelers are four and three. Are they real as playoff contenders? So. We're just but we're not going either or. So we're just focusing on the Steelers right now. Okay. So if I'm just focusing on the Steelers, right. um, I will I will say that the Steelers are real because of their division. The Browns are spiraling, just absolutely spiraling. So not really competition there. Um, and uh they Absolutely have a championship defense. Like, absolutely. That is a championship defense. Um, and uh, I was talking about it at work today, and we talked about it as well. Um, coaching matters yes. in the NFL, and ex- big game experience matters. And that is carrying them enough on the offensive side of the ball as they consistently improve their offensive philosophy enough to win games enough to support their defense and winning games i cannot say enough that is a championship defense like for real that is a championship defense that side of the ball is as rock solid as rock solid can be um and they're doing enough we're not used to saying this in the modern day nfl they're doing enough on offense to win enough games that they should win that division that means you're in the playoffs now beyond that, we no, we cannot talk Super Bowl with these two teams. Specifically, you said did you you just did you just say they should win the division? Yes, even with yes. Baltimore and Cincinnati. Oh wait, that's right. Oh, wait, oh slow down. Oh, oh, sorry, I said we talking just making the playoffs. Yes, that's what I meant. Making the okay, playoffs. Make play, okay, gotcha. Um. I think they're real. I think they're going to be around. Uh, again, we get back to that word, the C word, culture. Uh, that is still a a, a culture that, that expects uh, to be successful. That's still a culture that demands, that, that's, that doesn't make excuses no matter what the circumstances are. Uh, I want to get back to Tomlin for a second. Um, said something interesting last week. Uh, he was asked about the USC job, which will be, open when the season ends and again you know USC one of the top college jobs in all the football and all the college football great you know it's legendary program and he basically I mean he was heated because he's like 
basically, why would I leave Pittsburgh for a college job? And basically, he said, you don't ask Andy Reid this. You wouldn't ask Sean Payton this. Um, what did you take from that comment, or that reaction he had? I completely at his word. I really did. Like, th- this is ridiculous. Nobody, I've never even given any indication of doing that. I don't even know where that came from, to be honest with you. Um, so uh I I hear his frustration. Um, and yeah, it it, it was a ridiculous, it was a ridiculous uh report. And and he and he shut it down immediately. Yeah, yeah. Like this is one of the best jobs in all the sports, and I'm gonna leave it for not even the best college job. Like USC is a great yeah. job, but it's not Alabama. Like, <laughs> and he would. By the way, he wouldn't leave Pittsburgh for Alabama. No, Alabama. no, no way. Yeah. So let's. I mean, yeah. No, I I thought he just. I thought he the answer was perfect. Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought he. Yeah, like, come on. We what, what are we talking about here? This is Pittsburgh. We six Super Bowls. What what what, what are we saying here? I, I do want to. I want to amend my statement. I I had a brain. I don't know. Just aneurysm. I I I don't know what I was thinking. Here's what I wanted to say. What the flip of the Steelers? The Steelers have a real. They have a championship defense. The offense is doing enough for them to win games. Um, I can't buy them. Because of their division. That's what I wanted. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Okay, okay, got you. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I think right. they, I because think they, of that division. I think that they will be in the mix. Uh I can see them getting eliminated like the last game. I can see that. Um I don't think they're going anywhere. Like I don't see them falling off the cliff or I think that defense is enough to keep them in a lot of games and win them and keep them in the mix, especially with the extra spot. But I like I don't know. I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs. So I would say not real from that standpoint. Um, the four and four New England Patriots plan have been on the uptick since that game against Tampa, which which they easily could have won. Um, had some impressive back to back impressive wins. Uh, actually, you know just, you know, had their way with the Chargers. And now, you know, they are have even their record up. Defense is playing well. Uh, they've gotten enough out of Mac Jones. Belichick is Bill Belichick as far as game plans and yep. what he's trying to do um, from that standpoint. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Patriots? Their path is infinitely easier than Pittsburgh's path. Of and the- so – you have to give them a better chance at making the vision, even though they're not as talented as the Steelers. They right. do not have a championship defense. No. What they have is fantastic coaching. And I have to give the devil his due. Um, and Bill Belichick and his staff and his entire staff, they are getting better as the season goes along. Yep. And you cannot overlook them you nope. just cannot overlook them you overlook them at their own at your at your own peril and um their schedule is is not their, their schedule is not that challenging 
it yeah. will come down to what they can do against the division leader, the Buffalo Bills. That's what it will come yeah, down to. Yeah, they have two games against the Bills, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's ultimately what it comes down to. If the Bills are real enough, the Patriots don't make the playoffs. If the Bills aren't and slip up, then the Patriots can very well make the playoffs. I'm going to say not real because I, I just don't think the talent's there. Um, especially with, especially considering some of the, I, I, I don't think, I just don't think they're going to make the playoffs again. I, I think that they, I think that they will be around. Their they next four games are Panthers, Browns, Falcons, Titans. Ooh, that's interesting. Then they have two against us, and then the other two, the Colts and the Jaguars. That's not a that is not a nope. Arduous schedule, but nope. I still, I still will lean towards no. I still will lean towards no. I give them a better chance than Pittsburgh, but I still say no. Because I think if the Bills clip on twice impossible for them to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. If slips up, then then they absolutely they absolutely can. The games on it on that that would concern me if I'm a, if the Titans, of course, would have concerned me, but not any longer. Um, and then uh, the Colts a little bit. Colts have talent. And um, that's it, to be honest with you. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. Outside, of course, Buffalo. Um, so, I mean, just that's what it comes down to. And they know it. They know it. Yeah. Their I think, I mean, I think is to get the division. I, I think these, their- yeah, I think these two teams are similar to me in terms of they – will be around. They are obviously two of the the better coach teams in the league. So that on that alone, it has a chance to keep will keep them in the mix. Um you know, for the most part, fundamentally sound teams. Um so I think they'll I think they'll both be tough teams, tough tough teams to beat uh in the stretch run. Um there'll be some games where, you know, even even against top competition that they play well, it might even still a game, but I don't see I don't see either one of them make the playoffs. I just don't. Um I don't say that too confidently because of the pedigree and who their coaches are, but I, I if I had you made me you made me make a choice, I would say neither one of them makes the playoffs, get the Patriots slightly a better a better chance to make the playoffs. Um biggest disappointments and there are now we we can clear and Rodgers because we Kind of fl- we kind of we flushed that out, uh, but there were plenty to say. Uh, there, this was a uh, there was this was a battle of disappointments this week. Um, obviously, we got to begin with the Henry Ruggs, the third situation, which um, ended with a person losing their life. Of course, he was he was arrested for a DUI that, like I said, ended with a person losing their life. In Vegas at about 3:40 in the morning, um, he and his girlfriend were taken to the hospital. A young 23-year-old lady was was killed uh, along with her, along with her, along with her dog. Um, speed limit, not speed limit. He was driving up to 156 miles an hour, which I is. I just think about how fast I've the fastest I've ever driven a car. It's probably like 95. And I just, I couldn't even imagine driving, uh, like, it just, I, I, when I heard that, I was like, this is, I couldn't even imagine driving a car that fast, like, 
So um, you had that going on. Of course, you know, he gets released and he has certainly bigger problems than just his NFL career, which to me probably is over. Uh, he's more likely going to go to, he's going to go to jail. Um, I have a lot of thoughts on this. Uh, give me your initial thoughts on on this when you heard this news. Yeah, this, this story doesn't resonate with me. I don't know this player and I don't like I don't like the fact that somebody died. So this is not something that I I follow heavily. Um, uh, my biggest dis- oh oh uh, so that that's my take on that. Okay. Um, that, I don't like this story. Yeah, no, uh, it's yeah. I mean, like I said, the, the fact like you know, rest in peace to Dawson Press, that person, the young lady who died at the age of twenty-three. Um, I guess listen. Things are going to happen um, when guys get to the league in terms of the money, the fame. I think it's harder to be. I think it's harder being an athlete now than it has ever been. Now, people want to say, "Well, what about the money?" Well, the money doesn't make up for character or decision making. Um, you know, he will have to. He's going to pay a near and dear price uh, for his actions. And, you know, rightfully so, I guess, you know, I, I guess what I would like to see moving forward is, and again, this has nothing to do with the leagues per se in all sports, because the leagues, the league, listen, a league is going to say, yeah, hey, you're a grown man, you're getting paid a lot of money, you are responsible for your actions, and and that's that. So I don't expect anything from these leagues as far as programs and, you know, guiding these players as they enter the league. That's, you know, it sounds good. I guess my, I would want to speak to the previous generation of players that have come before this group and just encourage mentorship um, to these young athletes. They're coming in with a lot of pressure, coming in with, it's a lot. And, you know, it's one thing to, to fight your way. I don't know Henry Ruggs' personal situation, where he came from, as far as what is what was was he poverty, was he poor, stuff like that. I, I don't know. Uh, I know just know he played for Alabama, was a great player, at Alabama. But you know, a lot of times, you know, it's one thing to to come from a situation where you have uh, finally get some money, and then it's like, you know, what do what do I do with this? How do I handle this lifestyle? I know for me being an educator, how vital a men- how vital a mentor was to me as far as being able to follow, watch other administrators work, having developed and close relationships with, with, with administrators and teachers who I looked up to and followed and and, and um, watched them, how they move. You, as a former teacher, had a teacher mentor, and I'm sure, you know, not trying to speak for you, but I'm sure that was vital for your career as an educator. Um, I just think that, you know, if, if you know, if you're an athlete, ex-athlete, you're looking for a job that doesn't require you to be a coach, an analyst, or any work, you don't want to work in the administrative part of a, of the sports league, uh, I think the mentorship is definitely something that, 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 that is, that is needed, uh, throughout the course of sports, uh, through any sport, especially with these four major team sports, so. Um, again, you know, thoughts and prayers out to that, to that, to the victim. 
everybody's like every, everybody loses with this situation everybody is affected the lives will never be the same from a, a situation that could have been easily uh prevented um Cincinnati Bengals uh suffered a major loss to a major loss uh to this uh, just a horrible loss to the New York Jets and the great Mike White um in New York um just a classic trap game coming off one of the better performances of the season with in terms of what they did to Baltimore uh what were your thoughts on uh what are your thoughts on the Bengals following that game yeah <laughs> It's disappointing, of course, but this one falls into, like, normal disappointment, like normal football season disappointment. They're a young team. They, as every team, and especially teams that start having bigger and bigger aspirations, find out there's no week off in the NFL. You can't underestimate a team. You just can't in the NFL. and. Um, I get it. I get it. I'm sure that defense was in the room the beginning of the week and saying, who is this and where do we find this tape? What cops did he go to that we're looking at him and thinking they're just going to blow the doors off of this guy? Um, and I watched that game in the beginning of the game. They weren't, they weren't actually wrong. <laughs> it was, it was he not was a pretty But you just can't, you just can't underestimate any team in the NFL. And that's a lesson that every young team has to learn, honestly, in any sports. So it was a regular disappointment. I'm going to kind of combine, uh, I, yeah, I 1000% agree with you for Cincinnati as part of their, part of their growing pains as they try to become a playoff team and, 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 and a contender. So yeah, I, it was disappointing, but not a, just not a over, not overly disappointed. Um, I could combine these last two with Cleveland and Odell Beckham Jr. Um, so Cleveland loses to the Pittsburgh, to Pittsburgh. Obviously, only being able to put ten points is not good <laughs> when you when you have the amount of talent that Cleveland has on his team. They are clearly in a dime. I guess I'll deal with these issues separately. By matter of fact. They are on the downward spiral. We know they have injuries. No one cares because everybody in the league has injuries. Go ask, go ask Tennessee if they That's care about the injuries. No one cares. No one cares. Um, go ask the Saints. Um, so, what, like, to you, what, and I watched this game start to finish. What thing, what, what did you see that you didn't like? Uh, Without so without taking away from the Pittsburgh performance, I mean, like the Browns are spiraling. They're just spiraling. It's, it's it's one of those situations, and we see it yearly. We see it in all the sports, everywhere. Um, just a team that has expectations that don't match the combination of their parts, and I think that's the part in the piece that that parallel not parallels but but brings in the um the beckham situation it's like yeah beckham's a great name and a great talent at that time but even at that time it was a weird sign right so um it never felt like this was a harmonious 
combination. Um, and it and it but it bore itself out and it's indicative of the environment. And, and to your point, I'm not to your point, but you said earlier the culture in Pittsburgh. And we were talking offline, they have a culture that has been developed for 50 years. Yes. When you are a developing team. If you are going to bring in players that you have thoughts about, you need to have a culture that can support that. And yeah. it is obvious that the Browns do not have that culture and that they ran before they walked. Yeah. And so um, this is ultimately what that payoff needs to it has also think about where he came from he came in came from new york yeah. which has a a built-in culture no matter what the season is what's happening in the season and their, their win and loss record they do have an established culture there um and especially at that time when o odell was traded away so he had already proven that he would buck up against a strong culture and then you bring him to a team that was just starting to develop theirs. Um, you know, a winning culture. Uh, Cause they Cleveland definitely has a losing culture. They know that very well, very, very well. Um, and so uh, to, to put a fine point on it, um, we are, it is, we're seeing the, the, um, the realization of bringing in a player who, while talented, could not be contained by any of the cultural aspects that the organization had there. Yeah, no, um, I agree with all those points. Uh, there's nothing. I like Keyshawn Tampa Bay. Right. There's nothing more. Yeah, there's nothing more annoying to me than um, when a family member speaks out for um, speaks out about their their whatever son cousin whoever on Twitter and rips the organization is it just it, it just annoys me to no end. Um, and we know these are Odell Beckham's thoughts as well. So Odell, Odell Beckham Sr. is not only speaking for it's not speaking it's, it's those those they are two pieces in the same pie, junior and senior from that standpoint. Um, but this I would have told anybody when this signing happened that this would probably be how it's going to end. This, this or, is <laughs> to no one. No. Odell Beckham Jr., okay, first of all, you talk about, let's go back to the giant culture. He basically single-handedly, along with the enabling of him, ruined that New York giant culture, okay? It was a case of too much, too fast. He came in, put up great numbers the first three years, um, had the one-hand catch, which just it turned out to be, now from a financial standpoint, it made him a ton of money. But in terms of what it did, as far as it having him think that he was the greatest thing in, since sliced bread, it, it ended up being, to me, being part of uh, 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 of a detriment uh, from that standpoint. Um, 
the guy hasn't been real in five years as far as a, a, a on the field. Bottom line is he's not getting open because he's not he's not he's just not not that good anymore. Uh, he's been off in he's been injured. He's missed something like thirty nine games in the last five years. He didn't have great hands to begin with, even when he was putting up numbers. That he, he had a case that he would drop passes. Um, and again, he's a classic case. And we, he's certainly not the first receiver. But he's a classic case of a guy who is about him uh, to the detriment of your team. So I, and I got an argument with a number of people who just were like, were just, oh, Eli sucks and da da da, and they they don't know how to give him the ball and da da da. At the end, at the end of his giant thing, you know, I was like, oh, have you watched him? Have you did you see did you see him go before a playoff game a week before a playoff game go on a boat and then that next week have like four catches for twenty eight yards? I saw that. Did you not see that against the Green Bay Packers? And and to me, he, that he that has he hasn't recovered from that. Like that's been like after that, it's been all down here. So if, if people don't remember in two thousand sixteen, the last year the Giants were were good, made the playoffs. Had a uh, had a great season that year. Played Green Bay at at Lambeau Field in the wild card game and uh, played well for like a half and then got destroyed in the second half. But a week before that game, he along with some other teammates were on a boat in Miami. And I said, I said then, I said, if you're gonna go on, if you're gonna do that, you better go out there and, and, and catch seven for 130 with two touchdowns. If you're gonna do that, so this uh, this this is no not surprise whatsoever. He, all the criticism that T.O. got and well deserved, that brother ball. He produced, time. yeah. Randy Moss, they produced, period. Like they produced at all time levels. Okay, they were on the field. They were they were masters of their craft. They were in shape. They were like no, they produced for all the shit. And they and both of them more T.O. than even than than uh, Moss. They, we know he's a pain in the ass. We know we know he was a malcontent. But when he got on that field, it's what, we, it's what we complain about a lot with the NBA players. Um, and I mean, honestly, new age players, but it, it gets located in the NBA in our conversations. Um, you know, uh, he got famous before he could prove, before we knew if he was consistently good. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow that theme equated to he's great. And yes. that just wasn't accurate at yeah. all. No, he it, it was like I said, it was the it was a combination of just it was it was a perfect storm of, of a combination of the of, of too much too soon. New York City. The I Mexican love Mexican. when reporters and media personalities uh, and by love, I'm being very sarcastic. Um, report like he's the fastest player to reach. Yeah, so and so I mean, catch his, in the first yeah. three years, like who gives a shit during <laughs> the first yeah. what? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? That means nothing. <laughs> nothing. I, like, no. 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 We we can't be talking about he's a, in his first seven games. I don't care about the first seven games. No. He's at his first. But no. no. Before, be, like, I'm invested in a player that can do things over a period of time, meaning years. Yes. Years and years. Yes. Um. So, uh, uh-uh. don't get, don't give me. I remember all those stats about him. Early oh yeah, on. oh yeah, no, yeah. I'm they, like he's the guy, and it's like, get yeah. out of here. With no, this. we're just saying things because yeah. we have to say things. Um, no, 
no, no, no, no. Do not put his name in the name. Even the receivers we're talking about, Randy Mosses and Terrell Owens. No. Yeah. No, no, no. And damn sure, don't ever put him near like a Tim Brown or Jerry Rice or anything like that. Like, no. No, no, no. Stop. Stop with all of that. So, again, that gasses up someone's head and makes them think they're way better than they actually are. Yeah. No, I listen, I I never thought that like when I compare him to even contemporaries of of, of his own of this of this generation, I was like, I'll say I have I'd rather have Joy, Julio Jones and Antonio Brown easily. I, I was like, and, and Antonio Brown's we turned turned out to be an asshole, but he produced for a significant period of time. Like that's the problem. Major right. game, it's not even close, real. It's not it's even close. Not no, even close. it's not even. Yeah, it's not even. We're yeah. not even in the same universe. Those no. players are so much better. Than yeah. Back yeah. It's not even the same universe. Yeah. But again, you'll see. <laughs> but see, I, I saw a tweet from, um, and this is but this is part of the problem too, and it's it's his own fault because he feeds into his. You know, LeBron tweets. You know, free OBJ and all that bullshit, but that, but that, that type of stuff leads oh. to the ego. Yeah, She's like sure, free him. Oh. He should, he should tweet free OBJ for the second time because this will be the second time he's going to get moved. This will be his, this will be team number three. But yeah, no, but that and he, you know, he said, of course, I mean, he, he's had LeBron's had him on the show or whatever. You know, I, you know, some of these a lot of these guys are friends and and roll for each other. You know, can't like that's you're not going. Other athletes don't criticize other athletes. Current. Well, here, here. <laughs> And you're you're absolutely right. There's a difference between who someone is as a person and what they're doing at their job. We're not. I'm not criticizing Odell Beckham as a person. I don't know him. Haven't talked to him. Right. That, no. So, who knows from my perspective how he is as a person? All I'm criticizing is what he has done at his job and what I've seen of him over the course of his career. Is very unimpressive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And now the thing- him, Davian County in the exact same class. You got famous off a of splash play. That does not make a career. Sorry. No. no. I'm glad you got lots of money. Happy for you. Good. Good for you. Um, and you're the one laughing all the way to the bank. Perfect. But when we're talking about your play on the field, that speaks for itself. Yeah. And that should be criticized. Yeah, 100 percent Well, that's fair game to criticize. Absolute fair game. Hopefully, if you're the Cleveland Browns, you learn from this as you are as you are developing your culture. Um, Cleveland. I'm not hoping anything for Cleveland. Well, Browns. Okay. No, sure. uh, let me let me rephrase it. If you're a Cleveland Browns fan, hopefully. Okay, there you go. Okay. Hopefully, yes. I definitely don't care. Yeah, no, I you, don't, I, you, I you don't. no, no, no. You wanted to crash and burn. <laughs> I mean, I even want to. I just don't care. Don't Cleveland, care, right? Why? Why are we talking? Why do we continuously talk about Cleveland? For what? For why? But um, if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, you hope that they learn from this. Uh, they don't need to chase guys like Odell Beckham because you have uh you have so many talented players at 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 important positions. You have a great offensive line, you have a great you have a beast in Miles Garrett. So you could just plug receivers in. Um Baker Mayfield is, you know, you have still have Baker. So it's it, they don't you don't need to make these kind of, you don't need it, to make these moves like that. Conversation, and I mean by Cleveland for why. 
is these are conversations that just drive me crazy as a sports fan. It's like, why do we really have to talk about the Jets quarterback every two years? Why? For what? The Bears quarterback for what? For what? Before they prove it anything, why are we doing this every time? Like, we know what the end result is going to be. And at the very least, they got to prove it before we start having conversations about if they're good, if they're not good. I mean, if they're going to be good. We really got to do this every two or three years. And we really have to do this with Cleveland. Every whatever change. Again, like, really? Really? Call me when Cleveland is consistently good for three years. <laughs> then we can have a conversation. Oh, goodness. Or they turn around like Kansas City win a Super Bowl, right? Like, call me then. All right. We mentioned, we touched on it a little bit uh, with Tennessee. Uh, a lot of news with in terms of trades and injuries. Uh, first, uh, and I kind of think we touched on this uh, maybe off air or on the last podcast. Exactly off possibility. Air. Yeah, off None air. of these things happen. About Von Miller, um, how first of all, what were your thoughts on the trade, and how surprised are you that he was moved? I apparently really wasn't paying attention because there were there, there were some deals that were out there that I just didn't. Know. So I'm saying that to say I was stunned when you texted me. Like literally, I was outside at recess um, with the kids. And you texted me. I looked down there, and I went to the uh, to the coach and the PE teacher, and it's like, look at this. And um, our, both of our words were not fair. That was the first one. And then, honestly, I didn't believe it at first. I was like, this can't be real. That's made up. This is a made up. And then I looked at ESPN. I'm like, this is absolutely real. Um, and and uh, so not fair at all. And then now when I switch it to the Rams side, um, it makes all the sense in the world because in some combination, you're going to be facing Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murphy, uh, Kyler Murphy, Kyler Murray, and um, Tom Brady. So you're going to have to get pressure on the quarterback. Like that's going to be a must to, to go anywhere where, where you're trying to go. Um, the last thought is this literally breaks my brain. I have to see it now. Because in my head, it feels very unstoppable. It feels very unstoppable in my head. So the only thing that I could lean on where it won't seem unstoppable is if I look at Von Miller in this system and go, oh, he's either out of place, out of context, or he's lost a very significant step that I didn't realize that he lost. Other than that, this feels very much like when Denver got DeMarcus Ware. Um, to go alongside by Miller, and then they were off to the races of dominance. Um, I really struggle to see how this doesn't work. I really struggle to see how this doesn't work and how this doesn't put the Rams as close to Super Bowl contender as possible. I really struggle. Yeah. Um, it's so, a great move. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's an absolute no-brainer. Um, you, the Rams. I, I, I like, listen. Say what and why would you do this? I hate them. Why would y'all do this? Yeah, why? Yeah, I mean, yeah. This is this is mean to the rest of the league. Wait till the offseason. Um, so you know, you put him on the uh, put him on the put him alongside. You know, 
Aaron, you know, Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd um, and put him in a position where he could just basically be a third down and five and beyond, like, sack artists. Like, it's, you know, like, like what? If he's on the field, it breaks I don't my, it breaks my brain. It, yeah. I don't see how that doesn't equal massive success. Yeah. I really don't. I, yeah, I, I don't see how it doesn't work if, he, if he's healthy. Um, I'm struggling. I'm um, struggling. <laughs> it doesn't work. I was thinking about some of the moves of great defensive players late in their careers or moves that have changed fortunes for a franchise or put Reggie a franchise. White. Yeah, Reggie White. Reggie White is a poster child for the one. Yeah. Like he changed the culture and took them to another level. And like like when he got when he got to Green Bay, he was in still in his prime, still, you know, probably the best because uh, Lawrence Taylor was done by then, probably the best defensive player in the league along, you know, alongside along with uh your guy, Bruce Smith. Yeah. Um, and it changed. It, it just it like that was one of the great free agent signs of all time, along with Drew Brees. Like pure and simple. I mean, you go back that what Reggie White did with Green Bay is insane. Um, one another one, you know, uh, Simeon Rice going to Tampa. Yeah. Now Simeon Rice is not as good. As as I, I, it's not as good as of course Reggie White or even Bob Miller for that matter, but still, he, but he, was, seemed, he fit the system perfectly. The system and, and the component that they needed of just a pure pass rush. Yes, just get to the quarterback. We don't need you yep. to do anything. Just don't care about stopping the run, whatever. Just get to the quarterback. And he he had a sack in the Super Bowl that really changed the complexion of that game that led you know helped lead to you know help lead to that ambush. Uh, along with, of course, along with the fact that the terminology on the plays was not changed from when John Gruden was coaching. But, you know, that's another story, another day. Um, Bill Callahan, good job. Yeah, so this has a chance to be a move that, like, you get a veteran player who has been a top player who, since 2011, has been one of the premier pass rushers in the league, um, Super Bowl MVP. Knows, knows what it takes to win. And, you again, you put him alongside the best defensive player in the sport, one of the best defensive players of this generation. Again, to your point, like, it's it's just, like, it, it was a – the move was an absolute no-brainer. It's not like they, they didn't even give up first-round picks to get it. You know, that's two second – two second-day picks. But, again, it's not even about picks. No, no, no. The Rams, the Rams don't care about draft picks. The Rams the, – and I get it. Listen, the Rams – if you're trying to win a championship, this is the way to go about it as far as if you want to go all in. The Rams are going all in, period. There's like, we're not Stafford, Jalen Ramsey. We are going, like, we're, we're going all in. And whoever is their capologist, that dude, is, he needs a raise. They, whoever's doing the Rams salary cap in terms of how he can you know, this, this is one of those deals where the like the NBA stop like somebody should stop this. this, this <laughs> no, if David Stern was still alive, this deal would not the world. Like if, if I'm just gonna be on my bitter side, and I am, this deal makes no sense in the world. The Broncos, I mean the Rams don't even have to pay they don't even get hit on their cap, real. No. Denver's paying most of the salary. Yes. This is the sweet, this is the sweetest of sweetheart deals in the world. This literally is just like, yo, five million, where would you like to go? Okay. Uh-huh. We love you, so here have everything you want in the world. Like what is this? That what? This not the NFL. The NFL doesn't do that. Yeah, no, no. 
This is the yeah. worst. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is worse. At least you're not in the AFC. So, you know. This is not bad. This has nothing to do with NFC, AFC. This is about sports and competition. Right. Yep. Like, what is this deal that you don't even get hit on your salary? They don't take a hit on their salary cap. No. 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 Come on now. Yeah. Mean. Just mean. Um, but infinitely fascinating to watch. I can't wait to see see what yeah, the deep yeah. No, well, no, without question. Um, I'm very happy for Aaron Donald. I really am. Yeah, no, he like like I mean they'll still he'll still get the, I mean yeah, he'll still get the double teams, but this you know he It's not uh, about the double teams. Here's what I mean when I sound very happy for Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's the best playing football. Let's, right. let's, oh, let's yeah. just stop. Let's yeah. stop talking. Yeah. He's yeah. the best playing football. Yes. Um, and so he deserves a championship. He really does. He really does. His talent and the thing that and his go all the time. Like he he never cheats the game. There's no, no we're not talking no. about any, any of these other things. Defensive tackles, so he'll never, ever, 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 ever get the amount of credit that he deserves. At the very least, he deserves to win the Super Bowl. That, yeah. That's a player I'd be happy to see win. You can, yeah, very easy to root for, without question. No, no that, that that's one thousand percent. So that's what I mean. I'm happy for him personally. I'm happy for him. This was some debility. This was some. This was this was some injury news. And even though it wasn't my team, I, I hated to hear uh, Derrick Henry out probably for the rest of the season with the foot injury. I had him as, and I'll ask you this question later on, but I'll say it right now. I had him as my MVP uh, up until this point. He, what he's done in the last three years has been for a running back and in this era is is basically just out of his world and unheard of considering that we're in a passing era. Um, I hate to hear this. Uh, this is devastating. Of course, the Tennessee Titans takes them completely out of Super Bowl contention. Like, like I know, again, I know they still have the quarterback. I know they still have some weapons on offense. Offensive line, Brable, but that Derrick Henry is like no, but like they, I I believe they'll still make the playoffs, but as far as like their Super Bowl, their chance to make Super Bowl is like that's not happening. It's just not. Um, again, I I, I thought Derrick Henry to me it was my MVP. I mean, you could debate, you know, obviously pick one of the quarterbacks, whereas Brady, Stafford, or whoever, Kyler Murray. But I, I just enjoy, I, I thoroughly enjoy watching Derrick Henry run the football as he just wears defenses out over the course of sixty minutes and his and we talked about this his impact on the game at the running back position is just is I mean it's it's like second to none because even in the game against Kansas City those receivers had you know wide open parts of the field because of of how much attention was going to him. Uh, what, what were your thoughts when you heard this news? <laughs> okay, so this is the most callous that I will probably ever sound. <laughs> I know you do know someone. Um, I, I have analyzed my thoughts on this, and I've heard other people say similar things about how they're very sad about everything. I legitimately do not care at all, like at all. From a pure, from a pure standpoint, this, again, this is nothing about anybody's personal life. I'm talking about specifically on the field, 
playing and everything like that. I am not the fan that says, ooh, I want all your best players available. I'm just not that fan. I want to win the damn game, period, in the story. I want my team to Super Bowl, period, in the story. That's it. They stood in our way. Yes. He's gone. They do not stand in our way anymore. No. Nope. Bye-bye. Secondly, um, you know, a running back that plays a physical style gets injured. Oh, confusing, surprising. Nah, not really. Not nope. at all. No. Nope. Um, we've seen this a billion times in the NFL. Can't, you know, the run back position is the shortest lifespan of anywhere. That's why it has been devalued. If we're going to keep everything all the way real, everybody's been chattering about this for years. The reason why it's devalued is because you cannot build your team around that position because that position is so injury prone. So it's a fool's errand in the first place. They're lucky they got about as much time out of it as they did. This was bound to happen. Period. Point blank. End of the story. Now, sucks for him as a player and a person. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I talked to uh, a colleague at work, and they were significantly depressed, not because they were a Tennessee Titans fan, but because he was there on their fantasy team. Oh, yeah, I remember that those days. I've had many, many of my running backs on fantasy go out with season-ending injuries, and nobody was boohooing nationally about it at all. Um, so um, it might, like, like, in general, this could not be more part of the game than anything out there. A physical running back having a season-ending injury is absolutely a part of football. Absolutely a part of football. Um, So, sucks for him personally, but then me, as a Bills fan, I'm not, I I don't wish injury, I'm not that type of person. But knowing that it does happen, um, I, I do not care. I do not care. I'm not in here talking about oh he made the getting out. That's not that's no, not me. The game oh, the game will the game will be fine. The game will be rival that was standing in the way is now yeah. eliminated. Yeah. And yeah. that is what it is. The the game will be fine. We'll still watch the game. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be we'll 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 somehow some way man to go. We will But um yeah, it you know, these to your point. About it, the crowd. It, we it, we saw. I mean, we saw this massive hole in the AFC. Yeah, which was already bananas. Now I don't know. No. I have no clue. No, no. Um, another major injury that took place. Um, Jameis Winston. Um, out for the season with the MCL, ACL. Um, what? So, what do you think about the New Orleans quarterback situation? Yeah, this one more affected me than Derrick Henry one because a I you know I that I don't like to see quarterbacks go down like that. I don't like to see um I don't like to see any player go down like that where it's a horse collar and bending back of their knee. That one doesn't feel as part of the game as Henry is. I'm not saying it's a dirty play. I'm just saying it doesn't like those feel worse to me. Um, don't like that. Um kind of like Lawrence Taylor, Joe Theismann breaking his leg. Like, that's just the, – and he felt bad. Like, it's just like those types of things, those feel a little bit more wonkier than tearing the ACL, your foot getting – you know, like those those type of normal wear and tear, play, playing the game, that type of deal. So I didn't, didn't love that. I can't even watch what happened to him. I just don't like those types of injuries at all. Um, and I wanted 
to see Jameis Winston in a full season in Peyton Manning's offense. To really get a a a for real handle on how good he actually is. I wanted to see what that looked like over an entire season. With that being said, he's now out. And so what do the Saints do? I said to you, I, you know, Taysville concussion. I feel like a lot of it was um they didn't love um how threatening Taysom Hill was to Jameis Winston's confidence in that off offense. So that was the initial, like, okay, take as much time as you need to recover from the, co- the um, concussion. I think that time frame magically shortens now. Um, and so unless it really, really is a significant one where it's lingering side effects, then I would assume Hill becomes a starter as quick as possible. Peyton loves his offense, of course, as he should. Um, and so he values people who've been in offense for a while. Simeon's been in offense for a very long time. So I can see him easily being a number two quarterback. And then um, I said, you go out and you sign like Cam Newton for three to see if you can back up. I don't know if it would necessarily be Cam Newton, but I assume they bring in a veteran quarterback to battle for that second position um, and then and then see what happens. If Trevor Simeon is your quarterback for the rest of the year, um, your chances of making the playoffs are very, very dicey at best. Very dicey at best. So you would think they would need to make a move, and I I think Peyton has been dying to – conversely, I think he's been dying to see Taysom Hill to build an entire offense around him. I I do think he he would enjoy that, and I would enjoy watching that as well. Yeah, that's what I ultimately think happened. Well, um, Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill uh, practiced today. Yep, yep. So more yep. than I, I'll be. Yep, yep. That timetable was short. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he more than likely will be playing on Saturday. Yep. Like I, yep. I, yeah, I, I think that's I, I, that's pretty safe. I think safe bet. Um, yeah, that, that it definitely sped up the time, the time thing. Yeah. Literally, the report right before the injury was on uh, no timetable. On right, team. yes, it was, the, it, it, was, was the it was, it was, it it's, went from no timetable to get your ass here now. <laughs> timetable, yeah, <laughs> funny how those things happen. Yeah, no, no, life is, it is. Yeah. What the, yeah, we care about you. We want you to be better. Nah, no, nah. No. Here now. Get out of here. We don't care how many hair shots you take. <laughs> you on this bill. games. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very impressive win for the Saints, though, uh, on, on against Tampa Bay. That that yeah. was a, they, um, for whatever reason, uh, well, we, I, we, know, we know the reason. Their defense, their defense gives Tom Brady's fit. And the, the comparison, I think, is Baltimore, right? Like, when he was in New England, Baltimore never had any fear of Tom Brady. I always no. envied it. I always envied it. Yeah. And Baltimore gave him fits. It gave, they just gave him fits. Um, and the Saints have, have their number. They really do. Yeah. They no. have no fear of, of the butts of Brady. They have none. Zero. No. 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 Not, not, uh, not at all. Uh, so give them a lot of credit for that win, especially when you lose your quarterback in the in game. Yep. Uh, 
you know, again, going getting back oh, to that word, getting back to that word culture. Yeah. You know, Sean Payton has established a culture of the last, you know, 14, 15 years that, you know, it doesn't there's no there's no one uh that deals with injuries to quarterbacks better than Sean Payton. That's just like he, and it's a team full of players who have played in big games and have done things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And handle the adversity. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, so experience yeah. in coaching and experience in playing matters. Yeah. It really, really does. No, and they, there's no identity crisis. They know who they are, they know what they're trying to do. Um, again, that, that was a big time. That was, that was a big time win. Uh, uh, in the regular season. In the regular season, yes. In the regular season, yeah. That's the Boy, do they know how to drop one in the playoffs? Oh yeah, no, they they and, and not only drop one, drop them in style. <laughs> they know how to. Yeah, they they yeah. don't just, they don't just yeah, lose. They, they they tear their hearts out. They they know how to. <laughs> they yeah they they don't just lose. They yeah they lose. Uh, yeah with yeah uh, you know, but um. How dare you lose the case, Keenum? <laughs> How dare you? Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, my. That, yo, that play, I, I still, like, I, like it's, I still, it's unbelievable. It's just, it makes no sense. It, it's one of those. Still. One of, it's just like the Green Bay when they recovered, you know, Dallas, like, um, no, when it was Green Bay that came back against that. No. Who came back against them? It was Seattle. Seattle, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, when it was down, it's like, I've watched yeah. that. I've watched that game yeah, half no. a dozen times, and yeah. every time it's like, there's no way they can win this game. No, yeah, there's no way. The same yeah. thing with that game. There's literally, I'm watching the game. It's just like this doesn't even make sense that they win no. this game. I'm no. watching it. I know the ending, and it still makes no sense. Yeah, to me. yeah I know. I know. It's like, you know, no way. There's just it's, no way. Like, there's Jinx. no way. Diggs makes the catch. I'm like, he had to step out of bounds, right? That's what I was like. Yeah, that was, that was about first. Let him make the catch. Yeah, yeah. Fab him. Yes. Hey, who cares if he makes the catch? No one cares that's, if he makes that's that true. catch. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, just, it makes no sense. And it's, again, it's just like, what are you like with the, the all, all psychic? No, no, you don't just jump in front of the guy and try to recover. Who, who does that? Who does that? No one does that. Yeah, no. Yeah, there, there, were, there were so many things that had to happen in both those games. Yeah, just for Seattle and uh, for Seattle and uh, Minnesota win. There were so many things that had to happen. It wasn't just one play, but there were so many things that had to happen. That I was like, yo, how could all these things? How could all these things happen in one football game? Uh, yeah, no, no. They they definitely know how to drop one. Uh, so we're we're basically at the halfway point, um, and I got the standings up now in both conferences in terms of the playoff teams and contenders, uh, for the most part. And it's probably, I mean, in the AFC, I can you can even add more teams, but I, but you know, when you look at these standings, um, we kind of talked about we definitely talked about this on Sunday, but so you know, kind of have some days to kind of digest it a little bit. What are your thoughts uh, when you look at these standings in both conferences? Zero. Like I'm looking at the NFC and I have zero F and clue. At the time we talked on Sunday, Henry wasn't even out yet. We didn't know it was season. Right. He had a season in the injury. No. Nope. Um, the only thing that I can look at when I look at that landscape 
and I think talent and experience, you give Baltimore a bit of the edge, right? Like a bit of the edge, just 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 based on that. But otherwise than that, who knows? It is who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I think you can have a down work down like a downward arrow on Cleveland. Um, but who knows? Tennessee being removed from the equation, presumably, um, is is just I can't, you know, there's just there's just no way. And um what are your thoughts on I gotta see Las Vegas. I gotta see it to believe it. I just gotta see it. Well, I mean, especially well, here's the thing. Well, so, I mean, even before the situation, especially po- this, like trying to deal with this situation. I got to see it to believe it. Yep. Yeah. You just got to yeah. prove it. You just got to prove it. I got to see the whole thing. There's no way I'm going to believe in that team until the very last second. Go, wow, they won the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Um, that's the only way I'm going to get there. The NFC is a little bit clearer to me. Green Bay muddies the water. Green Bay muddies the water. And you were dismissive of Dallas when we talked on Sunday. You now have to admit Dallas is a for real team. Um, that can for real compete. Um, yeah, no, no, they can, uh, compete. They can compete. So and no, so, um, but I so, still would have them like if I if I'm putting if I'm making a list, they're still like fourth or fifth on that list. Mm, you're like, crazy. I'm still taking. Um, you're talking. I'm crazy. still taking Tampa Bay, the Rams, and Green Bay over them fourth. I'm, I'm so down on Green Bay right now. I they still not, would be Dallas. I, if, if I could, I, if nah, I'm not even. I'm not going. I'm not even going that far anymore. Would, I'm not I going would. that far anymore. This news is devastating. Is that? It's not devastating. Um. All right, let's back up just a little bit because we're going back to disappointment. The reason right. why this move with Aaron Rodgers is devastating is because think about all the different conversations in society, in your personal life, and at work you've had with people who are unvaccinated, right? Right. And what that does to the culture and the temperament of the people around you. Right. Right? He lied about it. Now, equate all that to then somebody lied to you about their vaccination status. I'm down on Green Bay, and I can't be more down on them. So, damn that. I'm pushing Arizona, Dallas, Tampa, and the Rams above them. I say, and the Rams, right there. So, if I had to reconfigure this entire, if I had to reconfigure the NFC right now, Arizona 1A, Rams 1B, then Dallas, then Tampa, then Green Bay. You put that, you put in, you put in Dallas over Tampa? Yes, I am. Oh, you, you're dismissive of Dallas. I get why, I, but yes, I am. I got I have, to, I have to actually see it. Like, I got to see yeah, it. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm, I get it. I know why, but I'm not. I don't, I don't have that same dismissiveness of Dallas. I don't. And by the way, very impressive win against Minnesota on Sunday night. That was yeah. like that, on the road without your quarterback. I don't care who you're playing. Nope. On the road without your quarterback. On the that's a that's a big time win. That's, I mean, uh, and like, like, like not just your court, like the guy. The guy, yes. He he is the guy, yes. Who's been playing great. Who are playing great has been playing great this season. It should be we talk about MVP consideration. He should oh, be. Oh yeah, he's a for real MVP candidate. Yeah, without question. So no, that was a that was a tremendous win. Uh Tremendous win for Dallas. By the way, you brought Derrick Henry. I was going to count with Kyler Murray. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll get to that. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I, I mentioned. I'm Kyle just Murray. saying when you were talking Derrick Henry, I was like, oh, yeah. I got a direct counter to that. It's Kyler yeah. Murray. No, yeah, no, 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 without question. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not looking at these standings. I... The AFC, who knows? It the AFC, man, the AFC knows? have four, like two games separating. This one's gonna go down to the wire. Last game, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? It's matchups. I think that outside of outside of Tampa, I think that for either Green Bay, Arizona, or Dallas, or in the Rams, that home field is vital. That number one side, speed seat. That number one oh, spot. Oh. I think the only one, the only thing that can come out without home field and go to the Super Bowl would be Tampa. So I, I think that number one spot is vital for those other teams. I don't think I did. I think Tampa. We talked about this. I think Tampa just wants to get to the playoffs healthy. No, oh, and, okay. and they'll be fine. Yeah. But the rest of those teams, home field is vital. Um, in terms of coming out, uh, trying to come in terms of getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 Tampa will be, I mean, like, uh, just, yeah. You got to kill Tom Brady. You got to kill him dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll be there at the end. Um, somebody just had, you just got to beat him. It's just that simple. Like, that's one of the things. You just got to do it. And then you can move on. We can all move on with our lives. But until then, the assumption is he's going to be in the Super Bowl. Who do you think physically matches up the best against Tampa in a playoff game? Like who? Who? I mean, is obviously, it'll be New Orleans. So you think um, if but Tampa, now I think it's the Rams. The Rams, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking too. Yep, yep. I, I was thinking, yeah. Pass rush. Yeah. In terms, yeah, because I'm looking at the, I'm looking at New the Orleans pass just doesn't have enough offensive talent now no. to present enough of a threat to make it through other teams. They have Tampa's number, but they damn sure don't have anybody else's number. No. How would you like a, a Dallas-Tampa rematch? What would you think about that? Now, I'm going to feel very contradictory. I know what I said. Right. I do think there is – I do think there are matchup um, matchups that are coming in the the NFC that will dictate the path. Do I see Dallas in the NFC championship game? I do not because okay. I think it will end up being the Rams in Tampa. Gotcha. That's ultimately how I think this shakes out now. Um, and I mean, Arizona is so very, very close in this. Um, but I, I do need to see Kyler Murray in the playoffs um, before I can for real co-sign off, off on Arizona and be like, yep, they are a, they are a for real threat. Um, yeah, so uh, I think, I think, I, I think the Rams, if I'm being honest with myself, I think the Rams with that move put themselves in pole position to win the whole show. Wow. Okay. 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 Which team in the AFC do you think is more likely to recover? Who you have more confidence to recover in? Uh, Cleveland or Kansas City? Kansas City. 
And by the way, I need I need uh, Kansas City is four. Kansas City has a difficult schedule, but then Green Bay fell and Titans fell. Yep. Um. But that is you. You heard my pause. That is a. That's a close one because I don't have much confidence in either team. And that NFC West is, I mean, that AFC West is a beast. Yeah. Well, and both divisions, are both, let's be honest, both divisions are a beast. Eh? The AFC. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Both, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, you know, both, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, The Russell Wilson injury really no, no, took no, it down. No, 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 we're talking about the AFC. Uh, I thought you said both West. Um, no, I, said, well, I said both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said both divisions. The AFC. Yeah, 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 North, yeah, 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 yeah. AFC West. Yeah, yeah I, I give Cleveland almost no chance. To be honest with you, so we're we're splitting hairs. When you say who has the most chance to recover, Cleveland. But right now, I don't have either of them making the playoffs. But Kansas City's schedule got like with Green Bay and with Tennessee. Well, Green Bay, that that. That's a big that one. That's, that's, be, yeah, that's, be, that's, that's, that, one, that one was an L in my head, and now yeah, it's not. No. So if they win, they'll be five and four because they won Monday night. I forgot to update it. So they will be yeah. five and four if they win. Yeah. I think you basically answered this. So you have Kyler Murray right now as your MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 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 Um, the thing that is is mind-blowing to me is his completion percentage in the style that he plays. It just it, – it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. That shouldn't be. It just shouldn't be. And that is a direct attest to his talent um, as a passer. And then we know his athletic talent. Um, his team is seven to one. Yep. And the only loss is to the reigning MVP. There's literally nothing on his record that is bad. I mean, nothing on his resume that is bad. So, how can he not be an MVP right now? Yep, completing 72% his passes, throwing for 20. That makes no sense. Uh, it makes no 17 touchdowns, seven picks, uh, quarterback rating of 110. And like you said, most important thing, of course, his team is uh, 71. Uh, how many rushing yards? How many rushing touchdowns? Uh, three rushing touchdowns. Three mm-hmm. rushing touchdowns, 147 rushing yards. So, yep. Uh, as far as we talk about impact, yeah, I, I like. I had Henry, but Henry's out now, so I gotta take him out the mix. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I, I would lean towards. What Stafford's numbers look like? I'm sure there's an Stafford, argument for Stafford somewhere. No, Stafford, Stafford. I right. just, I just have my own personal bias from seeing him for so many years, but I'm sure there's an argument out there for uh, him. Stafford's numbers are very good. Let me look. Of course they are. Let me look him up. He, he, his team is doing very well. Absolutely. Um. Stafford is at, oh, okay, wow, 2,477 yards, 22 touchdowns, four interceptions. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, no, Stafford's been great. He's That's why I, I bring it up. I know, I know my personal, I'm saying, for my personal bias on Stafford, but I'm sure 
completed 68, almost basically 69 percent of his passes. Uh, nine y- nine yards per uh, nine yards of per completion, which is high. I would I would not be able. Stafford's right there. To, no, Stafford's gonna be right to there. Not a counter to like, oh, Stafford's an MVP. I would be able. Oh no, he's not because there would be I, there's no counter. No, he's right there. No, especially with I mean the Rams are seven and one too. So. I mean it's just him. It's him and Cups year. It's just flat out there. Yeah, no, they they the synergy the synergy between those two is it's just, just their year. It is yeah, it's, it's like I, it was like when I saw Allen Diggs that it was just their year. Yeah, it was their year. It just was. Um, and there's nothing any team could do about it. It's it's, it's wild. No, sometimes no. it's just your year, and it is theirs. I would never say, "Oh, Cooper Cups is the greatest player, greatest wide receiver I've ever seen." It as same with Diggs, but whoo, when that connection happens. And they get into that zone, it is it is their year. No, when it's your, yeah, when it's your year, it's your year. It's just, I mean, that's it. That's all there is to it. Um, speaking of that, uh, you bring up uh, with the Rams. Um, looking ahead to next week, now we we know the luster of the Green Bay Kansas City game goes down, you know, ten a hundredfold with with, with Aaron Rodgers. Um, Tennessee the Rams. Um, now, yeah, what? <laughs> How about that defense now with no Derek going with no Derek going against uh the Ram uh, Tennessee with no Derrick Henry? Tennessee's in a world of trouble. Yeah. They are. That that is that woo, man. I mean, like again, this this is this is why they get paid the big bucks. Me, me and my brother were joking. It's like th- if the offensive staff thought they were gonna get some sleep this week all the plans change <laughs> especially the offensive line um coaches and put everybody check this all late nights it just that's a t- that's a tough one it's just it's just a tough one i don't know how they win the game this is where co- i don't know how how they win the game i don't know how they do this in a week's turnaround time um and the rams just did what they did it did this is that's bad. It's just bad. It's just all bad for Tennessee, and it's just purely going to be <laughs> what game. I don't even know. I'm just using words right now um, because everything says they should lose this game. Everything. What What do you? What's the game plan if you're from offensive standpoint? You just now go air it out. Oh no! I t- I, I mean, like like honestly. So so what I would love to see is that you muddy up the game, you slow the game down, you make it as grimy as possible. That's what I would love to see. But I have a sneaky suspicion, knowing the pedigree from which they come in and knowing what, and this pedigree being New England, um, and knowing what New England did against any of those teams that had kind of like the style out offense, their philosophy was to spread them out and go short passes all the way up the field. Which is why the Von Miller signing is so transformative. It's so transformative. Um, this is just an unlucky. This is an unlucky circumstance because I don't. I think that's a very bad strategy against what the Rams just did. Because we keep failing to mention Jalen Ramsey in all of this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. It. it just, it's. It. This is. This is a tough one. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those not fair moments in life. It really is. 
I do not envy them. I do not envy them. Uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati, uh, two pissed off teams coming off tough losses. Um, divisional game. Divisional game, which always adds extra to it. Nobody's uh, overlooking this one. No. Um, I expect Cincinnati to pump Cleveland. That's my full oh, total. Dumping? Oh, wow. I mean, like you said, it's a divisional game. So a thumping can look like what Buff- Buffalo Miami is 26 11 um, in the game. Uh, ugly first half. And then it was just like, all right, it's time to just put these guys away. They're annoying us. Right. Um, and so, so, but at no point in time will I watch this game and be like, oh, Cleveland has a chance to win this. It'll be like, what is Cincinnati doing <laughs> if the game is close? I think this is a close game. Okay. Uh, I'm wondering because we talked about culture and pedigree. Cincinnati doesn't have a pedigree of winning either. So I, a one their game. Their talent at their skill makes sense and is better. It is better right now. It is better. But I still, like, I don't know what that Jet game was, is going to do to them, to be honest with you. Like, I, I can't I can't reach back. And I, I, don't, I don't have a sense, like, if the Saints played a game like that, I would come back. They would be like, all right, we're going to come back and we will thump you because they have a pedigree for bouncing back, a culture established. We talked about since they're, we talked they're about going up against the Browns. You see, you're, you're, it's like you can't, you can't have it both ways. The Browns can't be spiraling and have a horrible culture and Cincinnati being on the uprise and then be like, oh, but then this game bounce, bounce back against. If they're going, if Cincinnati was going up against Pittsburgh, that's a different story, but they're not. They're going up against Cleveland, who's even more mentally weak than them. I think it's a close game. I really do. I, 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 I mean, divisional game, I would not be surprised at all. Um, I just don't have any I mean, I'll pick, I'll pick, I'll pick, I think I'm, I'm way higher on Burrow than anything else. Right. Yes. No. no that, that. And again, they're not overlooking this team. The no. overlook was the Jets because they were playing Cleveland. They were focused on Cleveland and the, the win that they just had against Baltimore. That's the that's the reason you overlook a team like the Jets. Yeah. Oh no, the coaches have all the words for their players this week. They will be motivated and ready to play. Yeah, I like that. I do. Yeah, I, mean, I think they. I think they will win the game. Um, I thought about this with the uh, Green Bay Kansas City game. Jordan Love, you're up. Yep, you're up. And by the way, not facing the greatest defense ever. No, so sure it's like, yeah, uh, you're up. It's just that simple. You're up. Yep. What is, you got? This is your audition. Yeah. This is your audition. What you got? You just saw Matt White do some something last yeah. week. Yeah. What yeah. you got? What you got? It's just that simple. Yeah, I expect to see a lot, a lot of Aaron Jones in this game. I, I think Aaron Jones will have one. I expect to see a lot of Aaron Jones. I, I, I that would be to me. And by the way, I, I thought and we didn't we didn't go in depth in terms of some of the play calling at the end of the Green Bay Arizona game. I don't know what the hell for for the accolades we threw at the floor with the game plan. I have no idea what the hell he was doing when when they last had the ball and not handing the ball to Aaron Jones on that fourth. That fourth and goal. 
And yeah. Even, even Troy Aikman was like, I expect Aaron Jones to get the ball. Like, well, yeah, you, me, and the rest of the world, Troy. Everybody. I, so, yeah, I was like, why, why, are we, why are we even – you've ran the ball consistently over the course of the game. Aaron Jones has pushed, like, two people into the end zone to score a touchdown earlier in the game. Why are we, why are we keeping – why are we – what are we doing here? Like, what I, – I don't know. All right, like, so that, that baffled me uh, in terms of that play call at, at the end of that game. Um, did what they had to do in terms of with the drive, uh, in terms of taking up all the, the time with the clock. But that that just made no sense to me. Not handing him, giving him the football. And by the way, also too with the because uh, on the rewatch I noticed this. There's no way that you can overturn that touchdown call. That was just, it was that was horrible overturn. Like first of all, you couldn't even see all those bodies. I'm like, if it's called a touchdown on the field, I mean, even Pereira. Who never, who rarely uh, goes against the officials uh, in terms of, of of a call, was like, I wouldn't overturn that. So I like I, I, that. That was annoying to what just as a casual fan to watch, you know, officiating and watch something that could have cost the team a game. You can't overturn that touchdown. Like I like I don't. Did you? What do you thought about that? Think about that play, that overturn. You are analyzing this game a lot more stricter than I was. Okay. I'm sure in the moment I thought something, but that that's long out of my head because you know how I felt about that. Um I was just so very impressed with Green Bay. Right. Now right. it was a masterful like like yeah good nitpick but it was a masterful game plan and masterfully executed um on pretty much every level. No it was no it was close. no it just shouldn't have been close. It was it shouldn't have um no this just well, just well done. Um, but to your point, Arizona, you look at you look at all those different things you talk about, and they should be like, "We'll see you again, and we'll win next time." They should absolutely feel that way. Yeah, because yeah. of all the different things you said. The t- I remember the touchdown vaguely. I remember the pile. I remember everybody. I remember being like, "I can't see the ball. I don't know what's going on," and being surprised about the overturn, but. You know the the end of the the ending and it's my my just admiration for how that game developed and how they did that just overtook everything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, I expect again getting back to the Green Bay Kansas City. I expect again a heavy dose of Aaron Jones. He, he catching passes. I he'll get you know. Fit anywhere from probably 18 to 21, 22 carries. Um, yeah, this this will be if you got Aaron Jones on your fancy team. I, I think, yeah, I think you you should be in good shape. Um, you should be in good shape uh, this week. I I, I think he, I think he's gonna put up some numbers. Um, and again, even with no Aaron Rodgers, Kansas City has played so poorly. Uh, everything is a struggle. Yeah. Like they, we, 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 what phrase do we use? Fighting, fighting your ice cream. They're fight. They've been fighting ice cream for basically the entire year. Like they've been fighting the ice. Like they, everything, everything's hard. Everything is, is, is even against the lowly Giants. It doesn't matter. It, it's just one. It's just where you know. It's just what. It's just who they are. It's who they are right now. So we've seen enough of those games with Kansas City to say. I mean, we can, you know, old Kansas City would, you know, destroy Green Bay. But nah, I, I expect this game to be close, to be honest with you. 
I would not be surprised if this was a touch was a touchdown field goal game at going to the fourth quarter. Would not be spit. I think it's very hard for people to let go of the old Kansas. Oh yeah, City. oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I, I didn't let that go. Bristle no, at that seven point swing. I do. That's a who. Take the point. I, I take the point. I would take the I point. Take the point. Yeah. yeah. Take this the point. Feels as much as I, this feels like I don't understand why it was a pick em at first. That's very confusing. It should not have been a pick em. No, it should now not. Now it feels like a pick em. That's what that now it feels like a pick em. I would no, I, I see here. Okay. So the games that I can't see, I would say with Aaron Rodgers, I would have had Green Bay like a, at least four three, to five, four and a half. About four. That's three and a half. Yeah. That's like three a three and a half to four. Yes. Um, Without, Kansas City now two and a half favorites. With, oh, it's two and that's a half. Probably, that's what I probably would have. Yeah, two and I would say yeah, two and yeah. Without Aaron Rodgers, I would Kansas City two and a half to three a field goal favorite, which is basically. But I'm talking about for me, just as a fan, this feels like when I look at that, I I I don't know who's going to win that game. No, I don't. I think and you're talking about a, win, on no, one I, side is a backup quarterback, right? Yeah, that's what I, I have no clue when it takes Kansas City funny. playing that bad. No, they are. No, they listen. If a team shows you who they are, believe them. They they've shown we like we've they seen this week in and week out. At what point we like? At what point are we not going to say you're going not going to say this is who they are? This is who they are. They just they're going to turn. They're going to have two to three turnovers a game. Uh, you're going to be able to run the ball against them. Absolutely, um, you are. You run, know. throw, whatever. Whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, you're going to be able to basically do what you want against them, against their defense. So this is – Mahomes is going to try – Mahomes is going to get a pass, one or two passes tipped for an interception. So this this is what – this is it. This is what it is with, with uh, Kansas City, period. So, I, I, I like, I don't – you know, yeah, that, that eight-point swing is like, like, whoa, really? Like, I – Maybe they're trying. I don't know. Trying to draw some more betters. I'm sure that that's something to do with. It. But I, mean, I, I expect that number to go down. I, I think by game time that will go down to probably like five or four. I don't think it stays at eight. I don't. I, I think it goes down as a week as by Saturday, Sunday, by game time. I think that's probably like a a four or five point spread. Um, to be honest with you, but eight is like whoa, like really? You watch Kansas City, and you know, yeah. No, I, I that game I have no, I wouldn't. I damn sure if I, and I'm not a better by any stretch of imagination, but I damn sure wouldn't put no money on that game. That's that's a stay away. Like that's no, that <laughs> you stay you stay firm, firmly firmly away from that game. To me, I, I would I wouldn't have any confidence in, in betting, uh, and trying to pick that game. Like that that is um, no, they are you they they are Kansas City is this is going to be a struggle to even to get to the playoffs, a major struggle to get to the playoffs. And the only reason I'm saying that I would like last week I said I would told you they they're not gonna make the playoffs, but they they've caught two major breaks. Uh and they still might not make it in regards to Derrick Henry now Aaron Rodgers, that they would even have a chance uh to make the playoffs. What are your before I let you go, what are your thoughts on Kent on on Indianapolis? Uh, great game with Indianapolis and Tennessee just as a football fan to watch. Yeah. But I think Indianapolis is just like wasting talent. Like I like they're hard, they're frustrating to watch. They I don't even root for them. Like my teams, I can't imagine what their old fans are going through. 
going through right now. What are your thoughts on that game and the Colts? I think that um, Philip Rivers is very good for them. Carson Wentz is serviceable. They have an excellent offensive line. Very good running game. They lack skill at the wide receiver position, and they have a stout defense. I haven't watched them as much defensively, so that's all I can say about their defense right now. Um, let me just say this. If Andrew Luck was on this team, they'd be terrified. Yeah. So yeah. Carson Wentz is perfectly serviceable. That's why I'm like, eh. Like, when I think about my team playing them, I, I my pulse goes up a little bit, but I'm not worried. Yeah. But they they I I you can't dismiss them at all. No. No. And that game, man, imagine like so I mean, you know, if they win that game, they're four and they they would be yeah. four and four and Tennessee would yeah. be five and three. Yep. No Derek Henry. I mean that that was a big that was a big game. Yeah. I mean that yep. game that that, that that game in essence put them out of the mix. Too. You know, even with Derek Henry injury, I don't I don't see Indianapolis being. That, yeah, that's that that, game. and that that's the that's the part that I struggle with. With them is if I could see a path for them winning the division, I'm much more interested in them. Um, but no, I don't. I don't. No, because don't. they're three back. No, yeah, I don't. They they haven't shown any reason that they could put together a two or three game winning streak, which would like they, you know, they'll play they'll look good one week and they find ways to lose. That's that's I mean it look like a team that they're gonna that's gonna just find a way to lose. Like they'll play they're gonna play a bunch of close games. You're gonna say to yourself, wow, they could have won that, should have won that, maybe, but they're they're just gonna find a way to lose. That's the type of team they look like. Uh they look like a, a you know a seven and ten you know, a seven and ten team, six and eleven, seven and ten team. That's gonna look. We're gonna look back and said, well, you know, a game here, a game there. Or, you know, lost a bunch of close games. Yeah, that's what that's uh, what they look like. And they certainly, I like to your point about Carson Wentz. I, I will say this: he is throwing the ball better than he has in the last two years. He's throwing the ball well. He is a really serviceable quarterback, but he's not going to raise. He's he's not. He has a he has a ceiling. He has a ceiling. We, we don't even. No, we don't. Have, yeah, yeah. It was that we're getting caught up on that one year. Yeah, yeah. He's shown us who he is. Yep. It's yeah. just that simple. Don't yeah. try to make him more than he is. No. No. Yeah, serviceable starter. Yeah. Yeah, nah, they that they uh, they should be in the market for. Now again, we talk about the Aaron Rodgers sweet six for next year. They add them to that list as well. Oh, <laughs> I know, I, yeah, yeah, I know. You know, I know. I understand, but no, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't like that at all. He will have a market. Uh-huh. But hey, I mean, in the uh-huh. end, they don't believe in vaccinations either. So that whatever. Just I don't know. No, I didn't like that thought. No, Mm-mm. I don't like that. So um gonna be an interesting, I mean again, half basically at the halfway point. Um I mean we're here. We're, we're here. Injuries. Yep. People doing 
crazy stuff. This yeah. is this is weird. The the I kind of compared it to um the beginning of year, school year. You know, everybody's oh, to do and we're feeling everybody, and then honeymoon's over. And everybody's all right. Yep, the honeymoon period ends. This is over, yeah. The honeymoon period is over. It is now what it is at this point in time. All the things are going to happen that the only thing that can happen to your favorite team, especially if your favorite team is in competition, are bad. Yeah. All the, the, the other situation is incremental improvements. That's good. Just incrementally getting better. The other stuff is just horrible news. Somebody got arrested. Somebody sees it in the injury. Just all like, no, don't want any of that. Just, just incremental <laughs> improvements through the rest of the season. Yeah, you want itself. you want incremental improvements, and you want you want boredom. Let's keep yeah. it bored. Keep it bored. I mean, keep it bored. I mean, and ultimately, of course, what everybody everybody wants to be um, is okay. playing their best ball those last few games going to the playoffs. Yeah. That's where you get really excited as a fan. Yeah, you're going to see, so you're going to see in these, you know, and these these are the money weeks, the money, you know, November, December is is a separator of uh, of the good teams and contenders from just the, you know, regular teams and, and, and teams who are not going anywhere or teams that just, you know, or or, or faking like they're contenders, shadow, you know, shadow contenders. Um. <laughs> You'll see coaching and depth really stand uh, take shape. So, coaching as far as you know, obviously X and O's wise, but also dealing with injuries and adversity and things of that nature and culture, like we talked about throughout the course of this podcast, but also depth on your roster. So that fourth, third, or fourth, or fifth round pick. Will have to will more than likely have to matter in order for you to get to where you need to be because everybody's going to have injuries. It's just a it's just the fact that it, the difference is, of course, even if you don't lose a Derrick Henry or a James Winston, you're going to lose someone, um, someone of note. So your depth will uh, you got to you have to have depth. That's what it is to it. Uh, moving especially in this season with an extra week. Um, extra week added to it, so those the, those will be the two things that that will really stick out, and you'll see you know you'll see the teams that have those things going for them, uh, you know, go to furthest and be you know be more likely to be uh, successful uh, uh, moving forward. But that because now I mean everybody everybody knows who they are as a team. You know what what a team is all about. That's we can pretty much say that. I know we said the AFC is we don't know what's going to happen, but we know who who these teams are. There to me there are no there're not going to be any surprises moving forward as far as as far as goes with as far as goes with what a team's identity and, and things of that nature. We we generally know after the 8 or 9 weeks, after 8 weeks know what a team is and what they're all about. Now can they improve? Yes. Can the team get worse? Yes. But we, for the most part, know who these teams are. So now, what is, again? What does your depth look like to me uh, moving forward? Um, and we'll see. Uh, definitely looking forward to it. Um, as always, you had you had any final thoughts? 
Yeah. Yeah. As always, I'd like to certainly thank Rob Sapp for joining the program. Uh, I will see you next time, sir. All right, sir. Happy going. All right. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. This episode will be up later on this evening. Uh, we also have a podcast later on in the week, and I will have a special guest on that podcast. We're going to be doing Insecure Season 5, Episode 2. And I will have a special guest on that podcast. I'm not even going to say who it is, but you'll just have to tune in and uh, listen. That's all. Have a great, great rest of your evening. I will see you next time. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.